0: You were just like I did at your age. Please don't say
1: that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you
0: take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I
1: love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now Dad's reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with
2: our own kids. I'm J.B. Wagner. And I'm Eddie Ferguson, and on today's episode, we go from zero to hero as we review Hercules. But first, JB, how are you and the family? Doing good. We have uh, season two of soccer for for my
1: son. Um, so we are right in the middle of that second season. He moved up a he moved up a level. So before he was with like the three and four year olds and he was in the middle he was probably uh, he wasn't like the tallest kid but he was on the older end of it now because of the way his birthday worked out he's around 4 years old he's still 4 years old but because his birthday happens in the middle of the season yeah he's in that U6 range and he is usually the smallest kid on the field and the least de- and one of the more least de- developed kids on the team <laughs> He has, he has a lot of heart. Like When the ball is going, he just runs and has the most biggest smile on his face, and he just goes and goes and goes. But we've gotten into the age now where there's some kids who actually have moves
2: and like can
1: pivot and so it's turn.
2: Not, it's, it's not just like a mass of kids following around like a flock the ma- of birds. The
1: majority of it is, but there, we've found that almost every team has one kid who has some actual ability to like decide where they want to go and like this yeah. kid the other night he was like a little he remember when we went to brazil and they had all those little kids that when we played soccer with them they were like three or four years old and they were like like putting the ball through their legs and all kinds of crazy stuff
2: destroying high school destroying
1: high school kids that's what that's what one of the kids on this team he played recently uh this this past weekend um mm. the kid he had like 13 goals in the game and they had to end up taking him out quickly <laughs> out of the game but the reason I'm telling the story is uh so it's now been a theme both of his first two games somewhere near the because th- they play in quarters so they play four quarters 10 minute quarters okay in the somewhere in the beginning of the fourth quarter or middle of the fourth quarter he gets hit or knocked down, or just straight up the ball smacks him in the face and takes him out of the game. <laughs> it's been two straight weeks of like the first week, uh, the some kid kicked it perfectly, jacked him straight in the face and knocked him down. And of course, my wife runs out onto the field, yeah, uh, to get him or whatever, and he's completely fine. But he was oh, knocked out, crying, came over to the side. But after a couple of minutes, then he's fine and he's ready to go back in. And then this last one, something similar happened where he just got like thrown or tossed or uh, hit or kicked or something. And he was then just down for the count. Um, So this keeps on being a and it's always the same time, too. It's been the same time kind of near the fourth quarter where the game is almost done. Yeah. And then out of nowhere comes this this random injury. (laughs) So it's kind of like one of those things. Where you're like, "Sorry, buddy, this is just the way it's gonna be for a while, and you're gonna be in this age rage, age rage for 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 a long time for several seasons." So, well,
2: you know, an edism. If you don't have bad luck, then you have no luck at all. I've never. I don't know that I've ever heard that one. Oh no. Oh yes, I've heard that one quite a few times. So, yeah, you can tell them that. Well, if you didn't have any bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. (laughs) I don't know if that makes me feel better. (laughs) It's all perspective. It's all perspective. It's not not, quite uh, if you're 15 minutes early, you're on time, but it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as, quite as much. That is true. That is true. Oh, goodness. So, what do we have in uh, Disney news? New trailer. Something, a new trailer dropped. I I started to watch it, and Sarah could hear me listening to it. And she was like, no, 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 no. You're not watching that without me. I was like, what? I was like, how do you even know what I'm watching? She goes, you're watching the Hawkeye trailer, aren't you? I was like, how do you know from just hearing it? She goes... Cause I started it and then I stopped it because I thought, yeah. no, I got to watch this with Eddie.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was like, okay, okay. So I stopped it and we watched it together. So
1: yep. yeah, I was not I was not ready for that trailer. Although I think, and thinking back to, it, I think there was a little bit of a tease, like Jeremy Renner may have teased it a little bit that it was coming um, when I was doing some research recently. But yeah, uh, so new trailer for the series, the fir- our first full look at um hawkeye hawkeye the series coming to disney plus in november through the holiday times and it is a holiday themed
2: series which is an interesting um development like i had no no idea that that was what this was going to be that that was a total surprise to me in the trailer but it also makes sense um with kind of marvel trying to hit all of the kind of genres and subsets. And this is a very Um, specific
1: genre. This is this is this is its own. In it's in the um it it is a genre in of itself. There's certain tropes we expect and this the trailer for sure hit them all, all, especially the music wise doing is it the most wonderful time of the year? Is that what it was doing? I forget the song that it was that it was I think
2: it was. And I think the most I, I don't know what it is. Well, I, I mean, it, this is a trailer, right? So we're just dealing in seconds. But the most beautiful reference in all of that is Rogers, the musical. Like, I think uh, that, and that has broken the internet. Did you pick up on that? No. So it it flashes by like it's like two beats. You get one shot of Broadway. And it looks like, uh, you know, a a new Broadway musical has opened and it's got all the banners and everything. And it's for a new musical called Rogers. And it's the life of Steve Rogers in musical. And
1: then then a little
2: bit later in the trailer, there's just another quick beat of it that um, you see like a like a classic Broadway dance line with a guy playing Captain America with the shield in the front of it. And the moment that hit, I'm going, there we go. Like how often do we not like tie back to Broadway in some way or another for, for musicals, right? Like I always think of like the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade. There you go. And, like, it's, people are freaking out all over the internet. Like, now you have to make this musical. Now we have to have Rogers the musical. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what the internet's saying. <laughs> I'm not I, saying I, it, but I'm no, saying No, because it. I, I don't find uh, a need for that in particular. Um, we aren't devoid. Past uh, past uh, I mean,
1: don't put it past Marvel. They've done just about everything else other than... Oh. Other than no, actually
2: they have they and did, did Spider Man,
1: the right. musical, and
2: and don't put it past Disney to find another revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised if it ends up at like, um, I mean, you know Disneyland better than me. The there's like a theater in Hollywood Land and Disney's California yep. Adventure that's like right around the corner from the new Avengers. They used campus. to do a lot
1: of they when uh, a couple years ago yeah, they, they were
2: doing Aladdin. And then, now now God, it's frozen. It's the frozen. frozen. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent they could do that. They could do it there, and it would there'd be so much synergy. So yes. But the Hawkeye trailer, I didn't realize that um the you know, um who's the actress, the young lady, Haley, Haley yeah, Steinfeld Steinfeld. Um I thought she was Hawkeye's daughter. Yes.
1: Where did we and, get this from, Eddie? Because I said that was the first thing I said after I was like, wait,
2: I thought she I was thought her she his was daughter. Her da- yeah. Yeah. And then I, uh, yeah, the trailer, it's something totally different. No. Totally different. Yeah. Where so, did we
1: get this from? Where did we think that this was the, the, the thing? Because it's not apparently not true.
2: I want to say maybe this goes back to because I haven't watched any of our our guy uh, screen crush on YouTube that you and I both are. As soon as we watch something, Marvel we just go watch him. Uh, I haven't had time to go watch his take on it yet. I wonder if he's the one who said it because he's talked a lot about the whole young Avengers thing, kind of bring it up. Uh, I wonder if we got it through something he said or referenced like maybe that was uh, right. Gotta it's be. gotta
1: be. I'm, I'm now on distractify.com. Although Hawkeye's daughter does learn archery, she's not the same person as Kate Bishop. So, hmm. Someone else. So
0: Someone we're named learning Kate Kate something
1: Bishop. new here. Yeah. That's, I think that I, you know, the more you say it, I was like, because you and I were very in sync on that. But the person I saw it at the same time with, and I said that out loud, they were like, No, it's never been his. I was just like, "Well, you know what? Thanks a lot. Thanks for thanks for changing all the all the rules on me." But yeah, that was my first. I'm there with you. you.
2: I I was there with you, JB. It's okay. You've always got me. I I think.
1: Are Are you more excited for the show now that we've got a taste of it, or?
2: I don't know. Like the the interesting thing is, I think with the last three. I just thoroughly enjoyed them so much. I think I would be hard pressed to not watch a Marvel TV show. Oh, I'm I'm going to watch it. Like I'm, I'm enjoying the what if series. And I thought that would be the one that I would be like, man, no, I'm not going to watch that or whatever. And I'm enjoying that. I had a lot more. There's a lot more pull
1: or I have to watch it with the first three series. That came out. What if is more just like, oh, yeah, it came out. I it's should probably off. find some time to because
2: it has no, yeah, and I haven't watched yeah. them all yet. I've maybe watched two or three of them. Um, you have to, te- yeah, you have to I, text me when you get to the zombie episode. Okay. I would definitely say, though, you are right. After watching this, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm intrigued now. You've got me, especially making it Christmas themed. I think that's going to be fun. I think yeah. having a Christmas themed
1: series during christmas i don't know that we i'm trying to think off the top of my head we have we ever obviously not a marvel version but have we ever had something where it was like an entire christmas series that came out during the holidays like thanksgiving Mm. through christmas because that's kind of what it's going to be probably through the through the year uh, through the new year if it's a six series episode that'll be kind of fun like i'm trying to think off yeah if I've if I've experienced that before, we've obviously obviously had movies come out, but we've never had like a a Christmas series.
2: No, because usually what you have is like the Christmas episode, yeah. right? Um, and that's kind of typically what I what I think of here. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe it's that. I don't know
1: hmm well anyways yeah i i think i'm i i am i think that gives it enough of a spin to make it like oh this could be a fun like thing we all do uh while we're watching other christmas movies and stuff like that but yeah anyways any any you look like you were about to have another word of wisdom before i was going to awkwardly transition us
2: oh you know me i just always have the words of wisdom always always have all the words all the words not at all I, i didn't have anything well that is it for all of our words
1: for the reason the things you are not here for now it is time for the thing we are here for uh which is we are here to talk about the 1997 classic maybe underrated disney
2: animated film which is hercules cue the disney sound effect
1: Okay, IMDb description for Hercules. Is this. The son of Zeus and Hera is stripped of his immortality as an infant and must become a true hero in order to reclaim it.
0: I think it's fine.
1: I don't know that we needed both mm. Zeus and Hera because she's only in a little tiny bit, but she did... Bring the. I'm just like maybe I don't know maybe maybe 2021 I don't know I just didn't feel like she was as necessary to this and it doesn't ever it never actually says Hercules in it should it have said Hercules somewhere
2: I feel like since he is also the title like it's you okay. would read this Hercules the son of Zeus and Hera is stripped of his immortality like okay okay we'll we'll go with
1: it it's fine I don't think it Quite as good as the last one, but you know, it's okay.
2: Yes, I mean, it is, uh, it's a straightforward he must become a true hero in order to reclaim it. Like, okay, that's so broad in general, it doesn't give us anything of plot. <laughs> Zeus, but does. again, I think son we, of Zeus, this is true. I think we talked about this last week. I think the main uh objective of a description is to try and keep you from not watching it. <laughs>
0: okay yep right
1: you don't want to read this and go basically "Mm, i don't want to watch that exactly keep it keep it broad so eddie yeah uh what's funny to me what's not funny what is interesting to me is this movie is not anywhere near the it's kind of like it's it's it lives in the land of the hunchback of notre dame where it's not the first movie it's not the first movie reference. But it's it's like all, all the things that you want in a Disney animated film. It's got music, storyline, characters. It feels like they spent a lot of time on things other than the CGI on this. <laughs> Definitely wasn't stellar. Uh, it, it, different characters. They got a few famous people in there too. Right. Uh, why do you think this is that this movie... Isn't near the top of near the top of the list.
2: Um, because
1: it's in it's in the it's in the middle to back end of the Disney decade.
2: So, let me just jump in deep. Okay. The, the way I don't know how else to answer that question than the the information that I unearthed in the deep research that I read it. <laughs> no. Uh, I think I read two or three articles and boom, I'm an expert. Um, so this is, this was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker, who shot to fame, uh, when they did the little mermaid. Right. Um, but they also had done Aladdin. And so after they had finished Aladdin, their design, and I mean, since then, they've gone on and done like incredible things, right? Like they did Princess and the Frog. They did Mulan. Like these guys have a Midas touch. Um, they're just, yeah, the projects they do are, are really quite phenomenal. They wanted to go from Aladdin and go on to Treasure Planet. That was their next big project that they wanted to do. And so, they were working to develop Treasure Planet. They had all these ideas with Treasure Planet, um, which we will get to. Like, they eventually did make it. Um, But the executives at Disney weren't wild about the Treasure Planet idea. Uh, They kind of wanted something a little more closer to an Aladdin or Little Mermaid, which... You know, Treasure Planet is a significant departure, but they were ready to try something different, right? They wanted to do something new. And so, Disney just wouldn't allow them to pursue Treasure Planet at that time. And they found some guy at Disney Animation who had, like, had a treatment worked up on this idea for Hercules, and they they just kind of, like, took it on. Wow. So, I, I share all that to say, after I discovered that, and I discovered it after I had watched the movie, I felt like it put the finger on something that I kind of felt throughout the whole movie. Like it just didn't get all the way there. Like the movie just doesn't fully blossom to its its full potential. Like it has, It's it's a compelling story idea. It's got interesting characters. Um, it's got some good voice acting. It's, it's, it's got great music. You know, the music's yep. undeniable. But it just doesn't have that spark for me. Like, it just doesn't open up all the way. And I wondered after I read that if it was like, well, it's because like the leaders, this wasn't a passion project for them. It didn't come Is from that. Is it lacking it came passion? From the other, yeah, they, they were kind of assigned to do it. Yeah. And it it kind of feels like that to a certain degree. Like there's, there's definitely some, uh, we're just checking the formula and at times it feels a little rushed going from, you know, this beat to that beat and this beat and then that beat. Did you feel that? Did you feel like it never opened up or fully? I don't know. It just, I never felt like it got the full heart behind it that you usually feel. In a Disney animated film, I I'm not sure that I so
1: it's it's not a I'm trying to find words for it because I enjoyed myself and I would totally rewatch this in a heartbeat. And me too, me I've too. An, I don't and there are there are things about his storyline that I I relate with. Um, I really feel bad when. Um when there's the big moment where uh, Meg and Meg is her soul is going to the afterlife. And I I, I definitely feel all of that. I don't know that but I I think I, I think I'm I think I'm trying to relate with you, but at the same time, I enjoyed myself watching this film. And I, I don't it wasn't crazy emotional for me. Like I feel like there were moments in Notre Dame that went deeper then it maybe that's it because i didn't take it it didn't didn't it was never a deep film to me and maybe that's maybe that's what i'm
2: yeah don't that you don't wanted get me something wrong. deeper i i loved it like uh we and we watched it all together like it was hilarious lewis we we were we decided to do like every once in a while we'll do like Dinner in a movie as a family, and it's just kind of a unique thing where we'll sit around and eat our dinner while watching a movie. It's just kind of something special. Like Lewis stopped eating. Like he was so enthralled in the movie. Um, and I think in part because one of the things that I love about the movie is the action, and that the action is also comedic at the same time. It's a it's lighthearted and fun. And to me, like that's really compelling and fun. Um, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, you get like a a Little Mermaid, uh, a Beauty and the Beast, an Aladdin, a Hunchback, even right. There's just these moments where the movie just like opens up and and soars. You know, it just it you you cease to 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 realize that you're watching an animated movie, and it just becomes something else. It was definitely animated all the way through. Yes. It just feels like an, there we go. There we go. It just feels like an animate, like a really great animated film all the way through. There's not a moment where it just like takes it to another level where you're like, it doesn't matter that this is animated or not. Like this is just an amazing film. And, and it has moments like, don't get me wrong. Like go the distance is Disney classic, right? Like, Mm-hmm. There's, you know, um, I think like the the fireworks show at, at uh, Walt Disney World right now, like there's a huge moment where like go the distance. It's like a huge section of the fireworks show. Like it comes up on almost any like Disney greatest hits montage, uh, you know, that that is out there. Uh, and, that, and that's a fun moment. But as a whole, the movie does just for me didn't open up to that moment, but that doesn't take it away. Like, I will watch this again. I will listen to the music over and over, like I always do. I think it's fun and lighthearted. The family really enjoyed it. We're all kind of gathered around. This is this whole time there was just that like little pebble in your shoe where you're like, it just feels a little off. What is this? What is this? So I think I
1: I think I I'll agree with you in, in this. The this movie suffers from Superman syndrome to some degree. Mm-hmm. Because it's just really hard to empathize with somebody who has, who is super human to this degree. I think it's something about superhuman strength that it's, it's just on another level where it makes it hard to sympathize with someone. I actually don't really care for most of the Superman films that have been made. I can't yeah. think of yeah. one that I really, really enjoyed <clears throat> because of the fact that he's basically almost perfect. And so it's yeah. really hard to even when you try to introduce like a kryptonite or something like that, it's just really hard to be like, oh man, you had this one moment. You're kind of we like everybody else is such flawed people. When they're when it's not a flawed person, he's a he's a nice guy who is also super human strong. He falls in love with the girl, but He's famous. He has all these awards, all this money. Yeah. He's done these things. And yes, there is a moment at the end where he where he has to make a choice for love instead. But even when like even when he like loses his powers, like to some degree it and so I think that's probably where some of this suffers from. And it's not necessarily it was already built into the story where Sure. Maybe they, they could have gone many extra levels deeper working on his character to make him more empathetic, more
2: flawed in some degree. um, I like, I like your Superman reference. I think that's really beneficial to understanding this. Uh, And as you were saying it, it made me think like the only um, Superman film that I've somewhat enjoyed was Man of Steel. And I, the main reason why I like that is because of the supporting cast. Yep, like I really love Amy Adams and some of the Amy others Adams, that yep. are, are around uh, that. His mom, I kind of felt for his mom, like losing. Well, you had his, Kevin, yeah. you had Kevin Costner in there. Like you had several really great, strong actors in Man of Steel as the supporting cast. And I think I don't really care. You know, Superman. Yeah, again, yeah, you struggle with that. And I think that's why. Uh, what I really love about Hercules is I love all of the characters. Like Meg is this complex, um, you know, "quote unquote" damsel in distress. I know the 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 movie but kind of on at that, really but it gets flips on its head because she's really gets flips on its to some degree. Right, right. Uh, Phil is a fun, interesting character, and of course, you bring in like a Danny DeVito to voice him. Just mm. kind of brings it to a whole nother level. It, I I didn't... love Hades, pain, and panic like that <laughs> trio. Every time they're on stage, you know, on screen, I'm I'm connecting. Like I just love it, it's, especially. There's just like this banter and just kind of quick wittedness about him that I that I love. So when you said the Superman thing, that's what kind of clicked for me. It's like, but why do I love this? Like, why do I really enjoy Hercules? I think it's because I really love the full ensemble around him. So here's a quick
1: question. I didn't actually look this up and maybe I could do it right now, but I'm too lazy to do it. Uh the voice actor for Zeus, is that the same guy who voiced Triton from Little Mermaid. Is that the same guy? Because it's the voices are so similar. Zeus and Triton. That it kind of made me wonder if it wasn't the same exact uh, voice. Um, okay. The reason I'm saying that is... Uh, another thing I thought of watching this film, and I don't think it annoyed me as much, uh, but there did seem to be quite a bit no. of copying not copying like exactly but taking certain tropes from many of the other different disney films and putting them all into this so for sure so the whole hades panic and pain could have been scar and uh the the um, the hyenas the hyenas which we then see the scar um he's wearing the scar whole
0: yes. uh
1: skin thing uh zeus or hades a lot, uh, or Zeus, a lot like Triton. Um, yeah, there's other even side the horse. Like we've seen that horse character throughout, oh, yeah. throughout, and it goes yeah. all the way to um, Tangled with the horse. <laughs> Tangled has has feels a lot like that. You're right. Meg really is one of the few characters that feels completely different than any of the other characters in the um, animated movies that we've seen. I, 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 she,
2: she Are you tempted? Are you thing. tempted to say like the uh, the Cinematic. Walt Disney Animation Cinematic, Cinematic Universe? Or, does yeah, someone, yeah. Does someone have too. a have a have a Pixar theory
1: about that? How they all kind of like yes. live together. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of things that kind of were similar to that, but Meg is the one that really sticks out, and she's really the one that that brings a lot of the heart to this film. A lot of uh, her own backstory of falling in love losing that person for a yeah. very different reason like it's just she like saved her life for him. she saved his life and then he just walked off to the next young thing he could find it was like wow like talk about a relevant thing so i think i think you're i think that's i think meg is what kept me going through and what kept it so high in my in in my mind throughout that sure. i didn't i didn't lose i didn't feel like i lost out on anything um but it sounds like you had more of that feeling i got some of those things that i wanted from uh from any film i got from meg instead of the hero so
2: yeah i i also felt like the um the battle scene at the end was just like one and done like it was just yeah they they made a big deal about him he
1: can't go up to and that was the other thing though there was a little thing of he hercules can't go back to live with right. zeus but then he could go up to the mountain whenever he want like when he wanted to at the very end there was a few things like that but yeah like they 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 made a big deal about these monsters coming up and they're attacking him but then they very quickly
2: get taken down like in yeah. an instant there was there it's was like, no final... boom they take over olympus oh boom hercules defeats him like boom boom yeah that was a
1: very quick turn of events that feel like there should have been some more pat more fight to it you're right yeah
0: yeah so i i just
2: it it just felt like with a a few of those things it was just kind of slightly off i i'm I'm still i still really enjoy this movie And, and i think um at its core I think what helps just kind of sell the music uh, is the music, right? That's oh, what yeah. sells this one. Which me. which
1: one? So you for for you, I can go the distance is your number one favorite in this group, right?
2: Yes. Um yeah. I don't think that there's much of a for me, much of a competition, even though like I enjoy Zero to Hero is amazing, is great. Zero to Hero is so good. Even the opening number with the muses um kind of mm-hmm. you know laying the groundwork, the gospel truth. Um, that is just such a um yeah, that's just such an interesting I I, I just the mind of Alan Minken. Um and I'm I'm in the I finished the first part and I'm waiting this month drops the second part. My uh Disney, uh, the Four Scores podcast that I love. I think I've talked about this a couple of times on here. Yeah. Um, they're in the middle of interviewing him. And his mind just like, how, why would you put, you know, gospel choir music with Hercules? Like that's just mm-hmm. such an interesting artistic choice to me. Um, and it it really elevates it, really brings it to a whole nother level where you're like, okay, this is. This is fun, and I think that's that's the Disney trope that they they improved upon. You know, kind of opens with you think it's just going to be this deep booming narrator voiceover, and yeah. then they step in and they take over. And you're like, okay, that's a that's a fun new twist.
1: I d- I did like the muses. Danny DeVito, of course, killed it at uh, uh, being the uh, guide throughout this. It was a little bit different take, but still a guide um nonetheless um i appreciated all the merchandising things that they did <laughs> did uh when they when they go to zero to hero there's so many fun like every vase and every every vase uh um buns of bronze workout um routine mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the scar uh, skin rug of course um uh get your pita bread oh th- so the the whole making this town thieves uh like uh, the they call it the big olive instead of the big apple yes, and yes. all the all the i'm walking here and uh get your pita bread the sundial guy and they just kind of ripped off of new york city um street culture to some degree uh and then going into all the merchandising things like i i i appreciated
2: the those extra little um connections right there yeah it uh it just brought character and, mm-hmm. and just a fun tone to it all. You didn't say what your favorite song is. So this is... So, a thought, it's, so one,
1: we know it's, what's actually funny is my favorite... So I, lo- I love all the songs in this. But what's interesting to me is the songs that actually stick with me aren't the song... One of which is not the song from the actual movie. Uh, so, as we were having our first child, the, before we had our first kid, our first year of marriage, we had Disneyland annual passes. And we would listen to, on Spotify, the We Love Disney covers going down there. And Ariana Grande, who I really loved at the time, she, had, she did Zero yes. to Hero. And she, it, it sounds almost identical music-wise to like, you know, sometimes they'll cover it and they do it like in pop punk or whatever instead of what the thing is. It's almost, it basically sounds like she took the exact same tracks, but then she sang the parts and it's amazing. So that was one that I really loved. Also, I, I love, I was, I forgot that he did it, but Michael Bolton's cover of Go the Distance in the yes. end is yes. so, is like the most Michael Bolton thing ever where he just comes in and does this like takes that song and <laughs> draws it out even longer. And he's just singing in all his Michael Bolton this. And then I had to go watch uh, the SNL sketch of uh, um, where Michael Bolton was yeah. on Lonely Island. And that's a whole nother rabbit trail in of itself. But it's, I mean, it's hard to go against, I can go the distance because at its peak, it's definitely higher and bigger and wider than zero to hero, but I just love zero to hero too.
2: So Uh, I'm glad you brought up the, just the little jokes all throughout Zero to Hero (sighs) with like the merchandising and everything. Cause that definitely, it you just see them having fun. Right. And that, that I enjoyed those moments where you're like, whoever was making that sequence or producing that sequence, they were just having fun. They were just having a blast doing all that. It's interesting. You brought up Ariana Grande. Because they are going to be making a live-action remake of Hercules. It was announced last year, produced by the Russo brothers. Whoa. So they are stepping on that side of Disney. And the leading candidate to play Meg is Ariana Grande. Right now? Wow. Wow. According to the World Wide Web,
0: the World Wide Web.
1: Very interesting. I'm very interested to see who, how they do the cast. They've they've done. Hasn't the Rock done a Hercules movie? Or there's been like some other other people doing Hercules related things. Yeah, remember we had
2: the. The Clash of the Titans series of films that wasn't with the like,
1: guy from Avatar. That wasn't like the same. That wasn't that was Clash of the Titans. That wasn't
2: Hercules, though, right? I thought he was Hercules.
1: Uh, I mean, potentially. It's been a no. long so, time since yes, I've seen that. Uh, the Yeah, Dwayne Johnson did come out with a Hercules movie. Really? Yep. In 2014. When? In 2014. There's a and he's literally wearing uh, a, no. scar, a scar-like uh, headdress. Like a no. lion's, ma- lion's head. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, send me this. John the, Hurt, how did is I miss it? John Hurt is in it. I did, not, I did not watch this film. I 100% did not watch this film. What was I doing in 2014
0: that I missed this? Hmm.
1: Rebecca Ferguson's in it. Wow. Okay. There's some deep cuts in here. Uh, yeah. So I definitely need to find that. Brett Ratner did it. It. I don't think it made much money or made much of an impact. Oh, it's the same summer as like all these other crazy. Like, Inside Out came out, and uh, oh, okay. And you know what else came out that year, which I which I rewatched last night and loved every second of it tomorrow land no oh sorry <laughs> but that was that was also that year also i was distracted no uh um oh now it's now it's now it's gone it's leaving my brain now it's just leaving it is old- uh jurassic world
2: uh oh yes i remember because you were texting me that uh if we were going to go on the jurassic world tour man I, I forgot I how much i like the action it's in good. that is
1: so, so good. It's good. Like I, I was, I, I normally it, am falling asleep on movies. If I start it at nine o'clock, we start at nine o'clock and watch it all the way but through. It,
2: it falls off hard with the um, fallen dominion or whatever. Did you see the second Jurassic The second World? one,
1: I, I can't remember. I literally couldn't remember the plot. It must've been that bad because I could not remember the plot of it <sighs> to save my life. I just remembered a mansion. And then uh, A secret. Yeah, it was not nearly as good. And but I still want to go rewatch it to remember because we've got the new one coming out. When is it next summer?
2: The, something the next, like that the, the next
1: one's coming out. But anyway, I digress. Like that.
2: But we're not talking we're not about here, that. Not, we're here talking to, about, not here there we're are. We're talking there. about Hercules. Okay, so we'll have to figure out the, the rock version. Yeah, I think the well, I mean, we're dealing with Greek mythology, right? So there's been dozens upon dozens of movies and whatnot just kind of pulling on the Greek mythology storylines.
1: Do you remember the Hercules series? Was it Brendan Fraser as Hercules?
2: Or Kevin's um, The 1988 TV series that like Disney did based off of this one?
1: It was the same time as Xena Warrior Princess.
2: Oh, you're talking about like Kevin the Sorbo. New, yeah, Kevin yeah, Freaking the, Sorbo. Those are the New <gasps> Zealand uh, TV shows. Do yeah. you remember
1: who was a side. Oh, Young Hercules. Ooh, this young is Hercules. good. So there's a Young Hercules in here too. Guess who the star of Young Hercules was? The guy who plays Amir, right? No. No? Ryan Gosling. Really? I'm texting that to you now so you can behold all of its glory. Man, there's so many <laughs> so many good threads from this. This is not our normal review. Right. There's so many good good things to well, pull on. We've what I, where I
2: thought you were going with that is because Disney capitalizes on this. And there was, I think, uh, yeah, it was Disney's One Saturday Morning. In 1998, they did like a Hercules series that came out after that one. That followed more of the teenage Hercules, which is I don't know if you've ever seen in the episodes. It did like two seasons. Um, It's funny because you've got that moment in the movie, right, where you've got the klutzy young Hercules in the center of town. Yeah. Um, So you can imagine a whole TV series just kind of based off of you know what yeah. get, give a klutzy teenager superhuman strength okay yeah we could we could drag that on for two seasons i definitely watched the
1: uh back-to-back xena warrior princess and hercules phase for a little bit
2: there in like fifth <laughs> do you sixth see grade. i'm trying to pull it back to disney's hercules and you're just still stuck over i'm here. sorry
1: i i haven't thought i'm, of, I'm trying
2: to reel you in you know Disney's one Saturday morning that nope, nope, nope. I'm here. just
1: reliving moments that I haven't thought about. I forgot that I had mental capacity at that time. I, I just mm. forgot that I forgot that, that this was even a thing, but you know what?
2: Did those TV series serve as great inspiration for future works?
1: Like Beowulf? <laughs> no, they did not. It was just pure hey, there's Fight scenes happening and bad acting, but anyways. Yeah. Any last, uh, any last things you want to talk about, Eddie? To summarize your this, this because we're getting close to the end of the Disney decade. There's only so many of these masterpieces left.
2: Yeah, we've only got um, three years left. Three, four years left. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think that this is going to end up being near the top of my list. But I think it also shows the strength of the whole decade that this, even though this is a really great film, and, I mean, it's just it's still it's not it's not going to rise to the top. It's not going to be one of the the best of the decade, but it's still really good. Right. And I think that speaks yep. to the overall quality of Disney animation at the time.
1: Okay. Right. So, how many how many fruit snacks are you giving up?
0: Hmm. This is hard.
2: Are you keeping track of these now? So I honestly, I had set these out. I was starting to eat some fruit snacks right before we started. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to save them. And I, I laid out here four fruit snacks. Two green, two red.
1: So you're going with four? I'm going with four fruit snacks. I'm going to four, four as well. I had fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I had fun. i, I will going to watch it again. I will, I will totally watch it again
2: i but i don't think this will be like like on repeat like beauty and the beast watch it all the time this one i don't think it's going to be quite at that level beauty and the beast i gave five right i also forgot one test.
1: one little nugget uh we this was the first movie we bought after my son was born he was in the, really he, he was in the nicu for a week yeah he was born a month early five weeks early and so we decided to, we need to kill some time while they were changing, changing of the guard at the, uh, at the uh, NICU where they make all the parents leave. And then they would like bring on the next crew and give them up to date of where the previous, where the kid kid had been that day um, for the last previous 12 hours. because they did 12 hour shifts So we went somewhere, I think it was Target or something like that. And we're like, we, it was way before Disney plus, but we were like, we need to buy some more Disney movies too. Yeah. raise our child in the way it should go. Uh, and we bought this movie. We bought Hercules. And so we actually had it on uh, we have it on Voodoo because we have the digital copy um, as well as on Disney Plus. So I forgot about that. That's a, little... That's a great memory. I completely forgot about it. So I don't know. Good I was going to say like
2: it is uh, buried uh, that out in there. My, my wife. i like brought I'm, like, I'm going to like start crying over here as you're telling this. Give it five stars. Uh, give it five. Give it five. Give it five. Give okay. Five. You we can have, to. have to. you can have it all. We have to. But anyway. No, it was uh it um we were talking uh about you guys today because um we're five weeks away from um baby being born. Eddie it's there so we at any moment now. Right, right. So we were thinking through like your guys's experience and yeah, just remembering
1: Yeah, just think if you just were just going about your day and you went home. And then all of a sudden her water broke. That's it. Yeah. That was us. We were not ready yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Right. I, no I, go I, bag, no nothing. I literally went and no. dropped her off at the hospital, made sure she was gotten a room and everything like that. Then I drove home and back to back and all the things, and then came back at like 2 a.m. Uh, and fell asleep on a cot and then was woken up at 6 a.m. by doctors and all kinds of stuff. So.
2: I, it is odd. Uh, you know, there's big, huge events in your life that you remember like outside of yourself, like, uh, and then there's like personal moments and stuff like that, that you just can kind of click back and remember for whatever reason, you calling me to tell me that all that was going on, I can just like, boom, go back into that moment in my head so clearly, because I remember feeling for you so much. And I remember getting online and like searching for flights to California. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, what could I do? Like, there's nothing I if I'm out there, you know? Yep. Oh, man. But yeah, Hercules. Crazy. That makes me enjoy this just a little bit more. Yep, yep. Good stuff.
1: Well, that's it for All today's right. episode. Uh, Solid four. We um, We've now... We're on to the next one next week, which is going to be George of the Jungle. So a lot of chanting going to be in our house as we <laughs> lead into that episode. But you can go to honeywemade.com slash movies and watch all the see all the movies that we've, we've done already and all the ones that are coming up because we still got a long way to go um, as we march towards 2000 from 1988 to 2005. Um, and while you're on there, uh, go on to wherever you're listening to podcasts, subscribe, Tell a friend, leave us a rating. We'd love to know what you think about the show, things we should do. um, If you totally disagree with us, which you're probably wrong because there's two of us, only one of you. But anyways, thanks for listening to another episode of Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast.